0: I'm joined today by Nina Weir from Consumer Protection and we're talking about purchasing second-hand vehicles. Now this is a topic that we often do talk about because of various issues relating to the buying and selling of second-hand vehicles. But I understand that the number of complaints uh, relating to the sale of defective vehicles has skyrocketed over the past five years and especially in the last 12 months. So Nina, tell us about that. Yes,
1: unfortunately there has been a massive jump in the rise in complaints and we believe the dramatic increase, especially over the last two years, is due to the surge in demand for used vehicles uh, because deliveries of new cars were delayed due to COVID restrictions and ships not coming in. Another factor is likely flood-affected vehicles from the eastern states being sold in WA. And now with the Kimberley floods, we're also concerned that some people may try to sell, sell their vehicle that's been flood-affected and not tell buyers.
0: Yes, yeah, so I know that people are often concerned in Broome and the Kimberley about salt issues mm-hmm. with cars, but flood um, issues with cars is, is a whole new ballgame and it's also something that's really important to be aware of. It is, and in Western Australia, um, under the
1: law, sellers don't have to tell you if the car has been flood affected or in any other way damaged, unless you specifically ask the question. Um, so it could be a question that you ask in general: Has this car been damaged and repaired? Has it been flood affected? Because Um, As I said, cars coming across from the East Coast that were flood affected last year and now from the Kimberley may be being sold in the Kimberley and also being sent to Perth and sold from Perth. And you think you're safe and you're not.
0: Yeah, so and some people I think are buying cars remotely and without even seeing that car themselves, I know we had to do that because of that big price increase that you're talking about with Mm. everybody being grounded last Mm. year and and that uh, demand for second-hand vehicles going up so much. So what laws are in place for used vehicles? Um,
1: the strong demand has uh, enticed some sellers to offload vehicles that may be defective, but as I said, unsuspecting buyers may not find out until it's too late. In um, some of the complaints we received, vehicles actually broke down within a few days of purchase, and some cases shortly after they were driven out of the car yard, so they hadn't even got home yet. While specific warranties um, related to used vehicles, may not apply depending on the age or the kilometres, but the Australian Consumer Law will still apply. So don't take no for an answer um, when asking the seller for a refund, repair or replacement from a licensed seller, so a car yard or small business that's selling vehicles. Unfortunately, private sales are not covered by Consumer Law. So it's doubly important that buyers are really careful and that get your cars checked. So. The one thing I would definitely encourage people to do is get a mechanical check of your vehicle even if you're buying it from a car, although you do have more protection there, but certainly from private buyers, get your car mechanically checked unless you're a mechanic yourself.
0: So what else can buyers do to make sure they're getting a good second-hand vehicle and particularly if they're not seeing the vehicle themselves, if they're buying from Perth or they're buying from a different state even and having a car shipped up here?
1: The key thing is to get it mechanically checked. So either you have somebody do it or you have as part of your um, buying price that you get uh, an RSE or equivalent mechanical check. The other thing is you can check on uh, Personal Property Security Register. I'm sorry that's a long name, Um, but it's ppsr.gov.au. And that is a registered where you can find out about your vehicle's history, such as if it's written off or very badly damaged, or if it's still money owing on it, which can you can be liable for if you buy that vehicle and there's still finance on it. So definitely ppsr.gov.au is the website to check for all second-hand vehicles, no matter where you're buying it
0: from. Great. So that's one thing that people can do, even if it is a private sale. And yes. we'll pop that link in the comments. What about the validity of motor vehicle dealers? Do we need to be concerned about whether they're licensed or not?
1: Yes. And most car dealers, you can check their Australian business number, EVM. Um, you can look them up to make sure that they're licensed on business registration. You can... Absolutely make sure that the person you're buying from is doing the right thing and they do have restrictions or parameters under the law. But if you buy from an unlicensed dealer or an individual, an unlicensed dealer may do the wrong thing and try to sell you a lemon. So license and registration checks for dealers can be done on consumer protection websites. And if you come across a dodgy or unlicensed dealer, let us know... Uh, emailing us on consumer at or calling 1300 54. Please also, if you do get sold a defective vehicle, come to us at Consumer Protection either online and file a complaint or pop into the room office and we're happy to help you file a complaint um, because our automotive team in Perth, they do an excellent job of tra- tracking down unlicensed or even licensed dealers do the wrong thing and making sure that they give back to the customer or they are charged and fined. So it's against the Australian consumer law to sell dodgy vehicles um, without letting you know what you're in for. So if you know that the car is not very roadworthy and you pay less for it, that's your choice if you're mechanically minded. But if you buy a car and you think that it's roadworthy and it ends up not, then you have a right to complain, and, but if you get it checked first mechanically, then maybe you won't buy it in the first place.
0: And so your WA, Consumer Protection, can people still come to you with those complaints if they're buying a car from a different state?
1: They can certainly come to us. We can possibly link them into the Consumer Protection Agency of that state, or uh, you know, or we can help them. We can try to help them. It is obviously easier if the consumer protection in that state, you know, gets involved because they will have know might know the dealer and might have a record of them. Uh, but yes, we can certainly help you in the initial phases.
0: Great. And if it is against the law to sell a dodgy car, and that's against Australian consumer laws. Why does that not apply to private sales? Because um, they're not a business.
1: They're not a licensed business. So they're selling an individual item. Um, it's the same as if you go to somebody's house and buy their fruit or something like that. You know, it's not necessarily covered by consumer law. Okay, so it really is buyer the Yes.
0: Another thing that's buyer beware that we're just going to touch on briefly is the cost and the potential pitfalls of buy now, pay later. So in the current climate, with the cost of living rising, it does seem like a real good option to to get these cards that allow you to buy now and pay later. But there are potentially some pitfalls. So tell us about those, Nina. Um,
1: Absolutely. Most of the buy now, pay later cards uh, don't charge you interest unless you don't start paying it back. And the interest can be really high, higher than credit cards. And they're quite often targeted at people who may not get approved for credit cards because you may not have the credit um, backing for that. The other thing you need to be careful of is having more than one buy-out, pay-later cards. Because they're not currently under Australian credit laws, they don't have to check. So you could get four or five buy now paid cards at different stores and then you have to pay back all these amounts which we're finding some people are running into a lot of trouble and getting into really financial difficulty because instead of having one amount, they've got four cards and they have to pay back $50 a month on each card and they can't afford it. So it might seem like a good idea and it can be as long as you have one card and you pay it back on time but if you have multiple cards... Sometimes it can get out of control and you end up in more financial difficulty.
0: Yeah, so save yourself some stress and don't take on more than you can realistically afford and keep an eye on that small print.
1: Absolutely. And if you do, then reach out to financial counsellors. They are in all areas of the Kimberley um, and they will help you however much they can.
0: Thank you, Nina, as always, for your time and your great advice. Thank
1: Thank you.